0: If you are a cannabis smoker, you're going to have to make some choices now. Your, your tough choice will be, am I going to walk into the store and buy marijuana at those bricks and mortar stores? And this is the reason why I bring this up. If you're thinking, no, I don't have to. They're offering deliver and curbside, d- delivery and curbside pickup. No, that all ends next week. Sorry, the stores were allowed to start offering both services in April because we were in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, We're still in the pandemic. Like, I understand the numbers are getting better and we're trending down. But apparently, the Ontario's, uh, the government is planning on stopping the delivery of marijuana from bricks and mortars, licensed shops. They're not happy about it. They'll stop curbside pickup as early as next week. Why are they doing this? And, you know, what is the fear other than lost revenue? Um for store owners daniel safiani is the ontario Cham- chamber of commerce's director of policy and co-chairman of its ontario cannabis policy council he joins the show so what has your members worried here
1: uh well thank you for having me on and um it, it's really exactly as you've laid it out in in the preamble the concern is at a time where uh, small businesses and retailers are already struggling to stay afloat uh, amidst the global pandemic. Um, and at a time where over 80% of cannabis sold in Ontario is already being sold by the illicit market, Uh, We are removing a tool that retailers have used quite effectively to reach consumers in a safe and reliable way that competes with um, illegal market competitors. And we're saying that only uh, the Ontario government-run Ontario Cannabis Store is the only option for legal online cannabis sales uh, in the province after this emergency order expires.
0: Delivery and curbside pickup, some uh, stores are saying, has actually amounted to uh, 30% of their business now. So they're really concerned right now uh, during COVID that people won't be coming into their stores to pick up their marijuana. Uh, This, to me, seems so double-sided. It it shows that there's still a huge stigma when we're allowing um, our restaurants to keep delivering alcohol.
1: So this is actually one of the key points, and when, when you ask, you know, what are we hearing for our members, you know, what what we're hearing mostly is – Um, why are we as a sector, why is the cannabis sector not receiving equal treatment? And if you look at the the playing field here, if you are a a clothing store, if if you are a restaurant, any retail store really can engage in e-commerce and can do uh, online delivery. And so why is it that when it comes to regulated cannabis retail stores um, that we are now stripping away this, Uh, this key feature for them, which they have depended on for for sales. And uh, the other thing worth mentioning here is that a number of these retailers have also retrofitted their operations. They've invested in uh, delivery capability technologies and curbside technologies. And so now that their consumers are used to it and and often even prefer um accessing cannabis uh through those means uh uh all of a sudden the ontario government is turning around and and pulling the rug out from under uh these retailers that have invested in these operations and are, are relying on it for uh providing uh the regulated safe product to uh to end consumers here in ontario
0: It seems incredibly uh, short-sighted and unfair to both the retailer and the consumer. I mean, I've gotten really used to uh, curbside pickup and ordering online or by phone. I prefer it, to be honest with you. I'd rather not be in closed spaces during this pandemic. And if something is legal for me to purchase, I don't see why uh, I should be limited. I I want to be super served right now. Call me... Uh, a little bit greedy. Uh,
1: well, you're not you're not alone in thinking that because uh, according to some recent survey results that one of the members of our Ontario Cannabis Policy Council conducted, um, uh, their name is Responsible Cannabis Use, and they pulled uh, Canadians in general, but also Ontarians specifically, and nearly half of them said that um, you know consumers watch home delivery and prefer it over other forms of purchase uh, similar to what uh, you're just uh, saying for your own preferences um, and and even more importantly over 70 percent of consumers agree that more options to purchase from legal means uh, means less sales from the uh, illegal market and so what we have in this week's decisions is a reduction of legal options to sell um, and obtain cannabis and that's going to lead consumers to illicit market options because it's so easy here in Ontario to have same day delivery from an illicit cannabis operator um, and now they're going to continue on doing that while the regulated industry no longer has the ability to serve their customers in that form. And so many customers are going to find themselves in the position of perhaps turning back to the illegal market. And that's a public health and safety risk. So both we have an economic and jobs argument in terms of, you know, th- there's jobs that these retailers are supporting through, um, through delivery, through curbside. And there's also a public safety argument here as more people turn to illicit sources that are not regulated. Um, And, uh, you know, that's a concern for the Ontario Chamber of Commerce as well.
0: It seems counter to the reason that the government used to justify legalizing marijuana from the outset, and that was to quash the black market. We already know that it costs more. Uh, The price of legal cannabis is uh, more than uh, in in the black market. Uh, What we need is to be able to super serve a public and allow them to access it um, in a legal way uh, that they feel is the safest measure, especially during a pandemic. What are you planning to do? Are you going to uh, go to the government with With your request to elongate this, because, you know, curbside pickup and delivery, as far as Ontario's private cannabis stores are concerned, ends next week. Is there anything you can do to stop that?
1: So, first and foremost, you're absolutely right. The original intent behind legalization of cannabis in Canada was to eradicate the illegal market. And this is only going to be accomplished through ensuring that the legal, regulated market has a fair and competitive playing field Um, And they're they're granted the same tools to compete against the illicit market. So absolutely what we're going to be trying to do and what we have been doing throughout the course of the pandemic is advocating uh, for what we feel are a set of policies that help level this playing field and that help. Um, actually uh, get us to the goal of suppressing uh, the illicit market. That's that's going to require more than just expanding the number of retail stores. Yes, first and foremost, we need to make um, online delivery and curbside capabilities permanent fixtures of the, uh, the business environment here in Ontario. We need to foster a regulatory regime more broadly um, that is capable of... Allowing retailers to compete uh, effectively against illicit actors on price, on products, on quality, and on convenience. And as things stand, unfortunately, <clears throat> the illegal market has the advantage when it comes to uh, when it comes to these factors.
0: Well, I want to thank you for your time and, uh, and wish you the best of luck, getting things changed for your members because uh, they've invested a lot of money, a lot of time a lot of hard work into these uh, businesses that do have a customer base. And I think customers deserve to be served as safely as possible during uh, during this pandemic and businesses deserve a fair shot at survival. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.